We are on our Earn More Money Challenge, day 10. Imagine days are going quite fast. We are already halfway there. And I want to ask you, have you downloaded your self-evaluation workbook? Have you evaluated yourself to see what exactly, specifically? We've talked about so many things, but what is that that fits in for you in terms of scaling up to get your big, hairy, audacious goal? If my money is not growing, it's causing me pain. Please go to bed with that one today. If my money is not growing, it's causing me pain. I multiply my earnings this year. Most of us grew up being told money does not grow on trees. But were you told where it grows? Money grows through your personal effort. Our children, yeah, the people we nurture, do not need panicking parents who are always wondering and in a tense mode, I'm trying to increase the volume on my headphones. Yeah, always tense. Why? Because of money. We need to earn more. Let me picture for you something about our daily life. Every single day we wake up, it's an expense day. And I was telling one of my clients this morning that just think about the scene in your house. Yeah, just sit in a corner somewhere and observe what happens in your house when everyone wakes up. Either someone is showering, it means the soap that was there now is smaller. Yeah, or somebody is, there's breakfast being prepared. Uh, they, they need fuel for people to go to school or school, school transport has to be paid. So the mindset of thinking of money as a month-end affair, end-of-month affair, is misleading. It's a daily affair. Every single day, there's expense. And it equally means every single day should be an earning day. So the thing is this. Most of uh, people live by the law of accident. Let that not be you. Yeah, you need to live a life that has a structure, that has a plan, that is contextualized within what you want to achieve. Yeah, you need to go quiet in your mind and fast forward where you are. Look at yourself five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now. Look at yourself that far and ask yourself the question, is that where I want to be? With the way I'm doing things now, it's likely that five years from now or 10 years from now, I'll have retired. If my bank account is empty right now, it is likely not to be different 10 years from now. Is that where I want to be? Right? If right now 
I'm having a mortgage facility to pay my house. That mortgage facility is maybe 15 years to its end. Right now, if I look at my age, maybe I'm supposed to be retiring in the next 10 years. 10 years from now, with that facility, picture that. Picture how that those numbers will look. Is that where I want to be? If the answer is no, then you need to find a new path. Just get to understand a bit more. You need to find a new path. It means what you're doing now, how you're spending your eight hours of the day in what you call work right now. If it's not taking you to where you want to go, it's time to sit back, get quiet your mind and really picture what do you really want? What do you need to do to change your numbers? And many people never achieve their goals because they have toxic energy draining them. Toxic energy either coming from within yourself, you find you're toxic. The things you talk about, you harbor so much anger, so much aggravation, yeah, so much gossip. There is so much negative emotion coming from within you. And coupled with that, you add and hang around negative people who drain all the energy from you. So that time when we talk about quiet time, you don't even know how to do it because in there, there are too many forces, negative forces that prevent you from seeing with clarity what you're supposed to be seeing, where am I going? And that which I desire on where I'm going is what I'm doing now taking me there. This idea of having good shining vision boards that are just shining on the wall there, yet what you are doing now is so disconnected to the picture you've put there. And an effective vision board, it's where you embrace the process, the process of moving from point A, where you are, to where you, you are going on a daily basis. And that's what in my book, The Money Journal, I call the revolutionized vision board. Where you are now, the, the, the vision board is your now. I leave my vision board right now. What I do now will give me the desired lifestyle that I need five years from now, 10 years from now, 15 years from now. But it's important to tell you that to have it different, to change your numbers, to change your numbers, to access the big, hairy, audacious goal, it takes effort. There is a hard, it means changing your lifestyle. It means adjusting maybe your sleeping time and your waking up time. It means a number of things. So you have to choose a heart that is purposeful. And I was thinking about it, yes. Somebody can say, oh, what you do takes so much effort. I can't do that. I cannot wake up early, be with clients early, and I cannot do this or the other, or I cannot talk to people about what I do, or 
people keep shunning down on me. Oh, I cannot send so much CVs. I can't do this. Yes, it's hard to do that. But it is the hard of dealing with the bank, with KRA, for those people who are in business, yeah, the revenue authority, the hard of dealing with maybe your mother who is not well and there's no money to take care of her. The hard of knowing that your child needs this and the other, but you cannot provide. The hard of living where you don't like. The hard of waking up in a place you don't like every day. The hard, yeah, of just not being able to access. Life is not a rehearsal, it's the real thing. So you're living the real thing, years are going, you're becoming older, never having accessed your desired lifestyle. And I must say that many of our friends and relatives went, have already gone ahead of us, six feet under, with their desired lifestyle just in their lips and in their head. It's not, that's not what we want to repeat in ourselves and in our, the lives of our children. So choose a heart that is purposeful. Purposeful, connected to that picture that you have 20 years from now, what you desire. It requires you, number one, to define your rules. You must live by certain rules. Even the school system, there are rules. Rules begin from when we are born. Even in the hospital, there are rules. There is a nursery where the newborn goes. They are just not left in any ward. There are rules and their direction in life. In life, we are guided. We are guided by certain boundaries. So build rules into your life that mandate that you show up and do what you're supposed to do. And when I speak of rules, like for instance, you can say, I get out of bed five minutes or less. The tendency for many people is I wake up at five, then I take my phone, then I start scrolling. By the time I get out of bed, it is six. I'm rushing because there's traffic and I'm out of the house. So uh, an hour is wasted in there. One rule, I wake up, I get out of bed, five minutes, say my prayer, get into motion. Another rule can be like, I go to bed a certain time. I am in bed at this time. Define your light out hour. What time do you go to bed? Another rule can be, what time do I get into social media? It can't be any time. It can't be triggered by notifications. A notification has come that somebody has posted something I, I get lost into social media for five, 10 minutes. I come back and do my work. What you don't know, you don't see is what that does to the patterning in your brain. You, it, it, so you find, no wonder people find it difficult to sit in silence because there are so many noises all over. Yeah? Yet in that silence, that is where you find your purpose. That is where you connect your creativity. Yeah? So, 
define how long and what time do I access social media? Is it in the evening? It's even better later when at least you, your mind is tired because you can't give your prime time into social media and giving, giving away that time that should have been using to be productive so that you can earn your big, hairy, audacious goal. What time? How about chitty chatties, phone calls? Phone calls that we are just chatting, especially during working hours. Because they affect how your mind works. Just test it. When you are, you, you are focused on a task, then you engage in a chitty chatty. When you come back, you find you are not the same. Even your speed is not the same. The flow of your thought process is different. Yeah? So I've had to move like for me, I've had to move all my chat calls to weekend. Weekend, I'll, I'll talk to you, yes. But Monday, Friday, yeah, that is time for work. Yeah? Then score yourself. Examine your conscience and see, how did I perform today? Did I show up on uh, as I, I was supposed to show up? Did I start on time, whatever I was supposed to start? Did, did I go hard the whole time? Or was I hard for one hour, got distracted, pick a cup of tea, run here, do this, do the other, then come back? Was I hard the whole time? Was I focused? Did I stay on, 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 on a task from start to finish? Did I get what I'm supposed to get done? and done well with love. Rate yourself daily to hold yourself accountable. Daily, personally daily, I score myself on three things. Was I grateful? Today, was I grateful? So I even check the messages I sent. Was I grateful? Did I grow? Today, did I grow? And how I test my growth is how I did my work. Because when you do your work well and you're focused, you grow in it. Did I grow? And thirdly, did I give? Every day is a day you can give your, of yourself, uh, give of your, of your services, give of your time, give of of your material goods. Did I give? Grateful, those are my three Gs. Grateful, actually I have five Gs. Yeah? I'm God's, so it means I need to remember to pray. I need to remember to get in touch with my maker. I'm grateful. I'm growing. I'm giving. And the last G, uh, that one is for my husband. Then secondly, find a way to be excited about what you're doing. Often I hear people, you ask people, so how is your day? Or uh, where, where do you work nowadays? And somebody tells you, I work here and here. How is it? How, how do you like it? How long have you been there? Oh, it's this way. I don't know how these people are, whatever. Um, always just negative energy about the place you spend most of your time. 
what you don't realize that you carry that energy with you everywhere. Yeah? So we need to get excited. The, the, the reality is oftentimes when people are having trouble making a new habit stick, yeah, when you're having trouble making a new habit stick, the reality is you don't want it badly enough. We need to desire to change. The de desire is a process. It is a process. So you find that maybe when you are in a bad job or a job that you don't like, that doesn't uh, excite you, if you want to move to a next job, get more excited about this bad job. That will drive your desire. It will give you the right energy. And there are very few things in life that, that will just excite us automatically. Yeah? If you really want to move forward on something, you have to, you, you have to build a ton of energy, a ton of energy into getting excited. Get excited about the things you don't like. That is how you will attract the things that you desire. That is how you'll have a burning desire. Deflating yourself all the time about the problems around you doesn't do you any good. Just makes you carry the wrong energy everywhere you go. Wrong energy into interviews, wrong energy into proposals, and you keep pushing away the money that, that you are looking for. Yeah? So open yourself up. Open yourself up to be more excited about even the environment you don't like. It will help you attract where you want to go. Then learn to embrace discomfort. This is a secret that I learned from one of my coaches and I thank him very much because it opened a big window for me. Like I, uh, in one of these episodes, I mentioned that I went, I rose up very fast in the corporate world and here you are, you're young and you have access to all these benefits, all these things that comes, perks that come with the, with the role I was holding. And it got me comfortable. It got me so comfortable that I didn't like discomfort. I didn't like getting things like, for instance, uh, maybe I, I, I like getting my cup, my things arranged. I just didn't like things not being where they're supposed to be. And that carried with me on everything. I didn't like things that make me uncomfortable. What I didn't realize that with that, it meant I lived in a comfort zone and nothing grows in a comfort zone. So I was not growing. I reached a point, I, I grew very fast to the peak. Then you reach a point you are stagnant, just doing the same thing, no growth, just entering the, getting to the computer, punching the same things, giving the same instruction, no growth. So have goals out of your comfort zone that will challenge you in order for you to achieve something you have never done. Yeah? Have goals that will challenge you. And we all know, I believe you know this, that for you to achieve something that you have never done, you have to become something you have never been. 
And to become something you have never been means you need to be uncomfortable. When we talk about weight, um, having your right, uh, whatever, your ideal weight, weight it needs you to go to the gym or it needs you to start walking do some exercise it's uncomfortable sometimes you have to do it in the wee hours of the morning it's uncomfortable yeah even when we, when we talk about even achieving a qualification reading is not easy exams are not easy it's uncomfortable but we need to learn to embrace the discomfort Nowadays, myself, I look for discomfort. Usually in the morning I walk when I'm going to church. Often I meet people who are also going, oh, they, they'll stop you for a lift. If I'm not late, I don't, I tell them, no, let me walk. I choose discomfort. Because in there, you grow. When I do that walk, it sets the tone for my day. So when I take lifts and all this all the time, first of all, it distracts me from my solitude time because that is part of my solitude time. Secondly, I just don't um, achieve the steps I'm supposed to achieve for the day. So I'd rather walk. So choose, learn to choose and embrace discomfort. Your growth, your big, hairy, audacious goal is on the other side of discomfort, not in your comfort zone. So there's nothing like luck. Luck, the people who we call lucky, like someone was telling me that, Edith, you are so lucky. You have your own uh, company and I don't know what. I was like, luck where? No, luck is preparation, meeting the moment of opportunity. And that preparation, that's where the rubber meets the road. There is no luck without you being prepared to handle that moment of opportunity. That is where all of us leave money on the table. We do not take time to prepare. I remember when I was starting Profit Acumen, and there were this, all these voices from close people to me asking me, where is the money? Where is the I mean, this thing is taking too long. What is this again you have to do another course? Why is this again you have to do automation? Why is this again I don't know you have to go for which training? Because I was constantly, and even up to today, even next week, Friday, I'm, 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 I'm starting another uh, program. I am constantly learning. Preparation. Yeah? So there is no luck. So there's not one thing that has ever happened to you, that hasn't happened to make you better and make you rise. These things that we don't want, discomfort, challenges, uh, things that are hard, that is where your, your, your big hair, your audacious goalie is hiding. So you might not get everything, we, we might not get everything we fight for, but everything we get is a fight. You have to fight with your laziness. You have to fight with your love of comfort. You have to fight to give up social media. You have to fight yeah, to keep to a consistent self-discipline. Then um, fourthly, your number one job, and for me as a coach, as a money coach, this is so critical for me. I feel uncomfortable facing any client before doing this and this is filling my cup 
Your number one job is to fill your cup. Make yourself whole. Every time you give, even after talking on this video, I'm giving, I'm giving of myself. It means my cup will not be full. I need to fill it. I need to make myself whole. The question is, how do you go about it? Who is your mentor? Who is your coach? Is it somebody who has been there, done that, or only theory? Because sometimes we find we only leave theories, but theories don't work. Is it somebody who has been there, done that? You have to have someone, either you follow passively or actively, somebody who speaks life and fills your cup. Somebody who sees something in you that you can't see in yourself. Often, money hides in many things that we can't see in ourselves. A coach or a mentor that can take you to a place within yourself that you can't go by yourself. I have to share with you that it is through coaching that I got clarity on how I was, I was getting in my way. I was sabotaging myself. For instance, I had this problem of imposter syndrome. I would have good ideas. I would even write uh, so much information and not share it because I had this problem of uh, maybe it's not good enough or maybe that's not what people want or maybe I'll be criticized. Oh, I don't look the part. And coupled with all these negative voices in my head that just kept me on a standstill. It is coaching that got me to a place where I don't really, it doesn't bother me. I do what I need to do. What people say is not move, what moves my day. I do what I need to do. I overcame that. It is through my mentor that I got to improve my relationship. Even with my husband and children, I got, to, I got clarity on how the mind of man works and especially around money. I got to connect on how my thinking and, and my husband's thinking, at what point does it clash? And how do you deal with it? And the level of harmony that has come through out of that process is amazing. And that means then we are growing together as a couple. And we are not here because when you are conflicting and fighting each other, none of you is growing. Yeah? So coaching, mentoring helped me on that. It is through coaching that I, I, that I, could, I got to identify my black spots around getting to my ideal weight, which apparently it sounds a simple thing, but that coaching brought clarity. I found uh, I was, it was so much connected to the other facets of my life. It was just not a gym business because I did gyms. I paid for gyms. Yeah, you do one month, two months. You come back. You've stopped. Then I realized I need help. But coaching brought that clarity that the thing is not just getting tired. There, this is connected to other facets of my life. For instance, my level of focus on a task. I always used to get distracted with the junking. I had to have some few things on the side of my table when I'm working, yeah? 
some nuts, some what, yeah? And there, uh, that affected my mental application. And you'd find I would carry that mental laziness, even on things like the gym. Yeah, that full concentration was not there. Now I find that I do a lot. I do a lot. Exercising is not a problem. For me, it's part of my agenda. Yeah? Coaching. So I gained the consistent self-discipline, which I don't struggle with so much right now, courtesy of coaching. So it comes at a fee. You have to budget. You have to set aside something for your growth. Growth does not just come. The, the learning that you did in the college and university, it has a purpose. But then there is the self. Self-education and coaching does a, a very different aspect in you, in your growth. So you have to set aside money for it. And it's worth it. I've personally transformed so much and earned much more because I've exposed myself to coaching. So don't play small when you are thinking of your big hair, your audacious goal. Yeah, the foundational um, base is working on yourself, working on yourself consistently and open yourself to new experiences and new roles consistently. I'm glad we've had this and it's a wrap with me today on the five areas that we all need to look at. Define your rules, embrace your discomfort, fill your cup and have your a quiet mind. Choose a heart that is purposeful. It's a wrap with me, Edith Sidondo, your money coach.